Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In response to Costco's $1.50 hot dog and drink combo, Sam's Club is now offering the same meal for $1.38. Mm. Meanwhile, 7-Eleven's like, if you're brave enough to eat our hot dogs, we'll pay you at $1.50. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't eat or drink soda, so that uh, doesn't mean good. But the hot dog is a good price. Oh, I didn't. I realize you come here to learn something, maybe or something. I don't know why. Why do people come here? <laughs> I don't have any idea. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'd been meaning to tell my story. I had the most disgusting hot dog I've ever had in my life outside of L.A.'s Memorial Coliseum a week ago. My son and I went there to go to the cool science center and see all the cool space stuff and the space shuttle and all that sort of thing. And it's next to, I didn't even know this, uh, L.A. Memorial Coliseum, one of the most famous stadiums in in the world. And USC was playing football that night, and it was very cool, and we got to watch the band play. And my son danced around with the band, and it was, it was awesome. But there are hot dog vendors on the street, and I was starving, and man, this hot dog smelled good. So I got myself a hot dog, glancing at the sign that in my mind said 100% beef. Which is what I demand out of my hot dogs. Oh, yeah, it's a fine dog. So there. I got myself a hot dog and, uh, and and I bite into it and immediately had the kind of gag reflex. Oh. And I looked at it and it looked like 
uh, the foam or something on the inside. It didn't look like any hot dog I've ever seen. Oh, and it gone rancid? And, and no, no, it's just whatever they made it out of. Whatever they made it out of. <laughs> and, uh, and Henry said, what's wrong? I said, this is the grossest thing I've ever eaten. And, uh, and, and I said, it's 100% beef. And he said, no, no, it said 100% meat, dad. I said, it did? So I went back to the thing and it did. It said 100% meat. <laughs> In my mind, I'd turned it into 100%, 100% meat. That could be anything. That could be easily be lips, eyeballs, cats, whatever. Oh, <laughs> There's no real standard for 100% meat. <laughs> Crafted with care in rural Mexico. Oh, my God. It was so gross. And it was $10. $10 hot dog. Oh, I may never eat another hot dog in my life. It was so gross. Wow. I wow. threw it Permanently away. Permanently put off. And as a friend of mine said when I told him this, and you have very low standards. They're right. I have very low standards <laughs> for eating it. Oh, my God, that was disgusting. Anywho, a um, couple of things for you. Thanksgiving gas prices projected to hit record high. Oh, good. New record price of gas to hit on Thanksgiving, one of the busiest driving periods of the year. If I were conspiracy-minded, I might jump to some sort of belief that somehow gas prices were kept down for the election, because the record is coming like two weeks later. All right. That is kind of odd, although they don't have much nope. effect on the prices. They, nope, they, that's nope. a lie. I yeah. generally uh, don't think that, but uh, it's, it was pretty handy. Maybe a cat turkey is the right answer. I mean, if you're spending all that money getting to Granny's house, you got nothing left over for the grub. Gotta mention this too. I don't know how we missed this. A COVID emergency surprise, says the Wall Street Journal. Politics is full of surprises, even pleasant ones, says the WSJ. Yesterday, 62 senators, including 12 Democrats, voted to end the COVID national emergency declaration that the Biden administration had been using for so many things, including the student loan write off. Hmm. They ended it. Having announced that it was over and was continuing. (laughs) President Biden declared the pandemic over two months ago, but they hadn't lifted the national emergency that Donald Trump had declared back in March of 2020. Why not? Well, probably because the administration was claiming that the 2003 HEROES Act allowed the education secretary to wipe out the college debt and in an emergency. And we were in an emergency. Well, we're no longer in an emergency as of yesterday. So all legal reasoning, even the stupid legal reasoning, seems to be gone from that now. Right. Yeah, indeed. Hey, remind me, is uh, Lunkhead and future failed presidential candidate Gavin Newsom still insisting that the state of emergency continues in in California? I've lost track. I think our state of emergency in California is still going on. Yeah, it's hilarious. It doesn't look like an emergency. it's It's not hilarious. It's horrible. It's horrifying. Yeah, I uh, came across a family yesterday that, uh, for whatever reason, they're still very COVID careful. Kids still wearing a mask at the playground. Oh, my God. They can't do it. They're mentally ill. Sorry. Can't do a play date uh, because um, they don't, not not until COVID's over. So never again. Listen to me. This is your old Uncle Joe talking. You'll Your child will never have another play date because COVID will be with us the rest of our lives. I don't know what over looks like. I don't That's know. sad. Yeah. I know you're not judging, and I ad- admire you for that. I'm sure there are valid and personal reasons. I will judge harshly. You, you, there's something wrong with you. Well, Granny is, no. Life goes on. Ask Granny what she thinks. And unless Granny's crazy, she'd say, let the child play. Unless Granny's crazy. 
If you got a crazy ass granny, that's you know that's a separate problem. She shouldn't be setting policy. You should, as a cognizant adult. What you got here is a a CAG, and you got to deal with it accordingly. Right. Speaking of crazy ass grannies, Nancy Pelosi is expected to announce on the House floor today her intentions to either stay or go. And uh, you know, when your husband gets nearly beaten to death with a hammer. It's certainly, and you're 80 years old, I could certainly see how you'd think, you know, maybe I'll do something else. This is too crazy. I don't want to be the minority leader. It's time to get off the national stage. I could see that. We had a boss once who wisely said, and I'll remember it the rest of my life, about firing people. It's easy to fire somebody. It's easy to decide somebody's not doing a good job. You want to fire them, but who are you going to replace them with? You got to replace them with somebody. And I was watching Nancy Pelosi the other day on one of the talk shows, and I thought, she's older. But she's still really good at making her arguments. Who are you going to replace her with that's better than that? I don't know who the Dems are going to have that's better at making an argument than her. Well, I keep hearing Hakeem Jeffries, who's this way lefty from Brooklyn or one of your boroughs, um, a very intelligent man um, and, and a, a capable speaker. But politically speaking, he's closer to AOC than he is uh, Nancy. Or at least that's that's what he claims. So, you know, that'll be interesting uh, if it goes that way. I'm more interested on on my team, honestly, to the extent that I have a team. And I happened to uh, tune into Hannity last night. I was watching news and crap later than I should have because Judy and I went out for a delicious sushi dinner. So I was just DVRing through everything. And, and there's Hannity, and he's talking to Kevin McCarthy. What do you eat when you go for sushi dinner? Sushi. Be more specific. Um, Fancy pants rolls. We're not much on the like uh, just a chunk of rice with a chunk of fish on it. Really, we'll do the, the rolls. That's interesting. When, when the, I, I've eaten sushi like twice in the last twelve years. It wasn't at a grocery store, and uh, and with people who like the fancy uh, fancy rolls. And I, I like just a slice of fish on rice. That's what I prefer. Hey, to each their own. Yeah, but uh, most people don't want that. So my beloved daughter uh, really enjoys that. She'll have you know she'll share in the rolls, but she wants a nice piece of uh, you know what you call it. Uh, just Japanese word for, you know, yellow fin on uh, rice. My son was hitting everybody with this question yesterday on the playground and then at home. Steak or cake? <laughs> That's a fine and valid question. I've got to go steak. Yeah, me too. I want steak. Me too. But it took a little effort. Most of the kids went cake. Of course, they're children. <clears throat> right now, this second? Cake me. Boy, the, you know, that's that's funny. Hello. That's funny. Right this moment, as cake. we jabber, it is in the a.m. As uh, right this moment, with a cup of coffee, cake. How about cake you, Michael? Cake. Yeah. So that's interesting. You and answer if you the said question. Coffee, cake. Please. That is the way a lot of things are. Where it just kind of, and the overall general everything, I'd go with please. this. Please, I'm but a man of substance. A steak, please. In reality, at this moment, yeah, it's a different yeah. choice. Lay huh. me some cake on this plate. <laughs> Anyway, you got home and watched some Hannity. Oh, right, 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 right. And the man who just got overwhelmingly elected by his caucus, Kevin McCarthy, as uh, the leader of the Republican Party, soon to be Speaker of the House, if the Republicans who voted against him switch to vote for him when it's the whole House voting, because all you need is the majority. 218, that's all you need. Correct. And uh, and and I think there were 30 no votes among the Republican caucus. Now, 
you could do that and then say, well, okay, I lost. Let's get a Republican as Speaker. And he may well become the Speaker without too much sturm and drong. I don't know. Um, but he was on Hannity, and I would say half of the sentences he spoke were missing a word or it was the wrong word or it was so convoluted it wasn't clear what he was saying. I mean, just not a capable speaker. And glibness is only one quality. I have known some people who were quiet, shy, not articulate, but they were wonderful, brilliant people. And I value knowing them very much. But as Speaker of the House of Representatives, I mean, it's right there in the name. <laughs> speaker. Um, and then one other political note. We'll move on. I guess on. he's a master fundraiser and a great coalition builder. So, okay. Should have mentioned this yesterday. Got quite a bit of attention. Uh, Murdoch, who ran Fox and the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal and all that sort of stuff, uh, has definitely turned on Trump. And the New York Post, the day after Trump announces, did you see how this went down? So their big front page was a story about crime and stuff like that. Then at the bottom, they had one line that said, Florida man makes announcement. And the New York Post, <laughs> they had the line at the wow. bottom that said, Florida man makes announcement. And then on page 26, they had one paragraph with 720 days to go before the next election. A Florida retiree made the surprise announcement Tuesday night that he was running for president. And a new move, no political pundit. A Florida retiree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a move no political pundit saw coming, avid golfer Donald J. Trump kicked things off at Mar-a-Lago, his resort and classified documents library. (laughs) Wow. This is from the New York Post. Trump, famous for gold-plated lobbies and firing people on reality television, will be 78 in 2024. If elected, Trump would would tie Joe Biden as the oldest president to take office. His cholesterol levels are unknown, but his favorite food is a charred steak with ketchup. He has stated that his qualifications for office include being a stable genius. Trump also served as the 45th president. That's the entire story about Trump announcing. I find that a tad dismissive. I think that was uncool. Uh, uh, Jonathan Swan of Axios uh, tweeted that out and said, smacks of HuffPo in 2015. Remember, the Huffington Post wouldn't cover... Trump in their politics section. They covered him only in the entertainment section. Well, guess what? He got the nomination and became president of the freaking United States, the most important person in the world. And uh, and I still think Trump's on the odds on favorite to get the nomination. I don't think you should dismiss it like that. I think you should cover it as news. Talk about what he talked about. And I mean, because that was important. obviously editorial. I yeah, mean, well, yeah, heck yeah. Leading with the editorial. Florida man makes announcement is your cover story. <laughs> That's pretty funny. We need to take a break, but two quick points. Uh, number one, remember when HuffPo was a thing? Uh, two, more examples of who said what. And I think it's really interesting and revealing on both sides of the Trump coin. That's coming up next. The Armstrong and Getty 
got more on the curly-haired crypto misfit who's on the lam, more or less. Uh, it's an interesting story about hubris and wealth, and it's, it's practically Shakespearean. So more on that later. Thanks for yeah. taking my money. Oh, and I think uh, youth as well is a factor. We're, we're sure. reaching out to various tech reporters who can explain it better than we can. But, yeah, stay with us. So uh, back to the retiree in Florida who announced his candidacy for the president, as the New York Post put it so dismissively. Uh, analysis here by a handful of the usual suspects in the New York Times, which is clearly a liberal publication. But they've gone through all sorts of people's reaction to the announcement by Trump that he's running again. Um, and it's interesting the range of reactions. Um, and, and I wanted to mention this one. John from Kansas writes, guys, I'm still in support of Trump. One major reason is his hardline stance against socialism. Uh, and he goes into some detail. So he's an egotist. So is General Patton. Patton also pissed off a lot of people, but he was a damn good general. Uh, you know, I just, John, my, my disagreement with you is, um, that I think Trump is not as great a general. Uh, not nearly. I think he fires on his own troops. He, he turns victories into defeats, the rest of it. But, uh, keep trying to convince me. I mean, we can still be friends. I don't hate people who disagree with me. And thanks for the note. And thanks yeah, for listening. The question to me would be, you don't think DeSantis is anti-socialism and a better messenger for the cause? I guess would be my question. Less divisive, more effective, more articulate, harder working. Because you have to, but again, because you have to win the election. Yeah, and it's very difficult for me to to picture Trump winning another election. Very difficult. Uh, primary, yeah, um, not guaranteed, but yeah, absolutely, it's possible. But the general, not a chance, unless you know he runs against like Kamala, which the Democrats are starting to talk about. Oh no, they're not. Yes, they are. Stay tuned. Anyway, uh, Asa Hutchinson, uh, governor of Kansas, said the message he delivered last night, which was self-serving, chaotic, was the same one lost the last election cycle and would lose the next. We need an alternative. Oh, Let's see. Annual gathering of Republican governors in Orlando. Um, The main complaint about Trump was not over policy or even style, but just the losses. Too many losses. Mm-hmm. Christy Noem of South Dakota, Republican governor, said she does not believe Trump offers the best chance for the party in 2024. If we narrow our focus here, then we're not talking to every single American. Our job is not just to talk to people who love Trump or hate Trump. Our job is to talk to every single American. Mo Brooks of Alabama, hardcore Trump supporter, he spoke at the January 6th rally. In a phone interview, said, in 2020, there was no other option. In 2024, we will have candidates who are vastly superior superior, and will do much, much better competing against the Democratic nominee than the loser Donald Trump has proven himself to be. Whoa. That's harsh. Yeah. Mo Brooks uh, has never made a uh, <laughs> half, uh, half high-need statement. He, he likes to speak strongly. Terry Brand, Republican chairman in rural northern Wisconsin, says, I haven't had anybody express their dissatisfaction with Trump since the midterms. The people that supported Trump in 2016 and 2020, the real supporters, they're going to support him again. I don't know a lot of people in rural Wisconsin. I know people in other very Trumpy parts of the country. They would beg to differ, but I'm sure there are pockets of strong support and they remain. I mean, there's more detail to this than the utterly unbelievable Kamala Harris angle to it. Uh, but I'm afraid we have run out of time. Uh, given the Ukrainians better weapons, uh, some economic news, 
some Twitter, some Elon Musk news that's amazing, among other things. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I have a new theory. There's more than one moon. Oh, no. Let me tell you my theory. The other day I was riding, and the moon was on the left. And I'm keeping right. going straight, didn't make any returns, and about 20 minutes later, the moon was behind me. That's because it was moving, fool. No, there's more than one moon. <laughs> and then another Check, 45 please. seconds, the moon was on my right. There's more than one moon. That's Shaquille O'Neal, amateur astronomer. On, I'm assuming, the TNT basketball show, which is pretty damned entertaining if you don't ever watch it. Amateur uh, astronomer and professional messer with his co-workers. <laughs> uh, the most in-demand study paths for career success. They're fairly predictable, but it could hit you with that if you, you or your kid wants to get into a field where you could actually get a job and make a living. 
That'd be cool. Also, uh, President Xi and Justin Trudeau of Canada got into it a little bit yesterday. Caught on film. We can tell you about that. Winnie the Pooh versus the Pretty Boy. Who will triumph? Huh? Stay with us. So, a gender-bending madness update. A handful of features to bring you this craze of transgenderism, which is mostly an adolescent phase. Mostly. Um, and it's just it's another expression of a, a society that has some uh, mental problems, emotional problems. Got this note from Eileen Anonymous. My kid told me she is a trans gay man. So her adolescent daughter remains boy crazy, but says, I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm actually a boy and I'm gay. Been struggling since okay, April. So I'm, I'm, beautiful... not, I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. I'm just actually, maybe I haven't had enough That's sleep. Fine. I'm trying to figure out. Sure. So she she's a girl. Yes. Or, I, you know, I just um, committed She's vi- a girl. I committed violence, according to some, oh, by misgendering her. Gendering, yes. No, she's a girl. So, uh, well, she has been raised and living life as a girl. and then She's a female. She, and she's announced she's a dude, but still likes... Dudes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Remains attracted to boys, as most adolescent girls are, and yet has been convinced that as a white, uh, cisgender, heterosexual, she's evil and is desperately trying not to be that. Also might be uncomfortable with the budding womanliness of her body, etc. But back to the email. Been struggling since April when my beautiful tomboy daughter told me she was really male. She began to bind her breasts and brought, brought uh, and bought boy briefs to wear for underwear. Asked us to call her, I'm going to make up a name, Donald, um, which apparently she is known at as in school. Uh, since then, I have met three parents with the same issue. At this point, I can throw a rock and hit a trans person in my small rural community. They came for the children and they are getting them. This has been devastating to the whole family, caused me to plunge into deep depression, and it isn't letting up. God help us. You know, I have two friends that have dealt with this or are dealing with it. One of them, it went pretty poorly. One of them, it's uh, still a work in progress. But it's difficult. It's, it's, It's tough. Absolutely it is, because if you express even skepticism or we need counseling then you are uh committing an act of violence you're uh, transphobic you're evil you're bad because the kids by the time they talk to mom because uh, remember the kid's been known as donald at school now for quite some time has been convinced by the activist teachers and her activist peers that mom and dad's hesitance to just go along with it is evidence of hate they're haters they've been preconditioned to think that if I'm, go- if I'm going to be as open-minded and generous toward this as I can possibly be, I still don't understand how you deal with the whole tomboy, effeminate dude situation. That still seems like a, right. a real problem, like you oh, see yeah. here. Yeah, it, it is, it's a brutal enforcement of sex stereotypes. If you're an effeminate guy, you'd rather hang out with girls. You'd rather, whatever, play with dolls or what have you. Um you're clearly transgender. There's no such thing as a man and a woman. You're whatever you want to be. You're you're a woman now. Be a woman. 
and not just a effeminate guy or a gay guy or whatever you want to be. We've all known it, guys like weirdly, that. Weirdly, harshly stereotypical. We've all known gay uh, guys like that who are straight but effeminate and had lots of friends who were girls because they were not they didn't see them as a threat or whatever. I mean, I've known guys like that, and they sure. maybe some of them were trans, but certainly not all of them. No. And uh, and at a no. young age, how would you make that decision? Or same as the you know. Maybe really athletic, likes to wear jeans and a sweatshirt girl. Uh, what percent of them are actually trans or they're just that's they're just tomboys? Well, right. And they will grow out of it and embrace their femininity in whichever form they see fit or they decide they're lesbians or whatever. That's fine. But they're not transgender. Anyway, just uh, I have a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I'll move as quickly as possible. Oh, my God. We got to. All right. Sorry complicated uh the email address which uh, y'all use mailbag at armstrong and has become absolutely inundated with press releases and guest pitches and um and all sorts of crap and i'm trying to figure out how to manage it but among uh, a couple we got back to back non-binary recording artist blends this and that to carve their own path Trying to get music radio to play this person because they're non-binary. Looks like a hot chick to me. But moving along. Moments later, gay singer-songwriter releases new original holiday song. So it's become something to be celebrated. You're not one of those weird heterosexuals. You're, you're, you're a male because you were born a male? Boring. This is a non-binary singer. Listen to them. Listen to them. So it's it's a craze. It's clearly a craze. Uh, more evidence of the craze and how crazy a craze it is. After a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, did you know? And this is this is enough to make you want to sock somebody right in a mush. Over the holidays, property crimes like, crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally. People are looking to steal your Christmas presents. God, that sucks. That's why the good people at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. You go on the website, you click around, you customize the system for your home it comes to, you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, and it's the best home security system of 2022, according to U.S. News and World Report, third year in a row. And it's different in a lot of ways from traditional home security. 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect TM technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you get priority police response. Uh, the 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional dopey installed system. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong today. 50% off, biggest discount of the year. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Moving along, more gender-bending madness. Transgender <laughs> biological male wins local Miss America beauty pageant. All right. Transgender teen in New Hampshire became the first to win a local Miss America organization beauty pageant. The contestant, Brian Nguyen, who pronounces it Brianne, won the competition to be titled Miss Greater Dairy 2023. I've seen the pictures. This person who deserves nothing but kindness and compassion, is <sighs> been appointed to that post or voted that post out of pure activism. There is nothing that qualifies this person for Miss America, that little part of New Hampshire, at all. 
Okay, I'm just going to say that. I don't want to be cruel. The only conceivable explanation for their being elevated is activism. Moving along. My high school punished me for saying a male shouldn't be allowed to watch me undress. 13-year-old girl. 13. Her progressive high school in Vermont allowed a boy to play on the girls' volleyball team. You may have heard about this story. She and her teammates go into the locker room to undress and change. She says, I'm a private person when it comes to my body, even in the safety and comfort of home. But at school, there's apparently no problem with a male student freely freely watching us girls change our clothes. So she and the other girls were so embarrassed and hated it and were talking about it in one of their classes. Well, uh, I was upset after the, oh, um, she was pulled out of class and punished and disciplined for harassing a student based on gender identity policy. And she and everybody involved swears nothing was nothing cruel was said, just that we can't have a boy watching us change in the girls' locker room. Well, calling her a boy is what they call misgendering. Among radical gender theorist lunatics, yes. And is considered violent. It's a million miles from mainstream. Don't let anybody convince you that this is mainstream thinking. It's not. But the school began an investigation into the comments I made, she writes in class, and banned our entire girls' volleyball team from using the girls' locker room. The co-principals notified me that I was found guilty of harassment and bullying of a student on the basis of the targeted student's gender identity. As punishment, school officials told me I must take part in a restorative justice circle with the equity coordinator. Even if I submit a reflective essay apologizing and serve an out of school uh, suspension. Okay, I was about to say that's when I that that is definitely when I got to pull my kid out of school. But that's easier said than done because I'm sure she's got you know she's 13. She's at that period of time where you know leaving all your friends behind and switching schools would be a really big deal. Oh, that sucks for the parents. You're going to make my kid go to some sort of training session. No, you ain't. And write a big letter of apology for being oh, so cruel. That's Meanwhile, rough. the little girls, the uh, the pubescent girls volleyball team was told, you don't want to change in the locker room, change one at a time in the toilet stall. The so-called transgender youth gets to change and watch anybody he wants in the locker room. Public school. <sighs> So I asked the question I asked the other day. Are we going further down that road? Or is it pulling back? I feel like we're going further down that road. We are just because the you've got a couple of problems. Number one, uh, huge masses of humanity are totally unaware of these stories. They're, they don't know they're happening because outside of conservative media, they're rarely spoken about. Although the New York Times, to their credit the other day, did a big story on, hey, puberty blockers and hormones for kids has got some real dangers to it, because it does. But so problem number one, a lot of people are completely unaware of this. Problem number two is a lot of people who are well-meaning soft heads, they want to be progressive and enlightened, and they don't want to be a, a homophobe or a racist or a hater or whatever. They've or with been the Trump crowd. Well, right. They don't want to be an angry simpleton like stupid conservatives. They've been convinced that, oh, no, if this young man identifies as a girl, he's a girl, and he should be in the girl's locker room. 
And so you've got to talk those people out of their utterly crazy attitudes. So, yeah, awareness is growing of how awful this is. Is this probably not fast enough? Is this more mainstream in 10 years or less? In 10 years, I suspect less. Okay. In in five years, I'm less optimistic because I'm just picturing, you know, that it's like a crack the whip in ice skating. If you grew up in a wintry climate or whatever, the lead of the whip, it takes a long time for the, the tip of it to catch up. And, well, and often societal movements are like that. So if you think it's bigger in five years and then you got, uh, you know, five more years of young people that grew up under this out there in the world and decision making and all that sort of stuff. I don't I don't know. I don't know if it turns and, around. And finally, and briefly, you remember that biologically male shop teacher in Canada who began teaching class while wearing a blonde wig, tight bicycle shorts, and most notably, obscenely large prosthetic breasts with protruding nipples. The Halton District School Board just ruled that it is important to recognize the impact that dress code policies have on members of the transgender community. Uh, so therefore, the shop teacher gets to wear that bizarre, sexualized Halloween porn costume while teaching shop class. And we still think he was trying to make the point or not? Well, at one point, there was a fair amount of chatter that this guy's an activist who thinks all this stuff is insane, right. and he's driving it to its logical, insane extreme. Yeah, he went, I can't, I can't uh, back that up. That almost know. has to be the case, that he went super cartoonish to see, okay, what's the limit here? But he hasn't shown his he's he hasn't shown his cards yet. Well, and the progressive sickos have called his bluff. They said, "Yeah, go ahead and wear it in front of the children." Well, progressive sickos. Mm. Uh, more on the way. G versus Trudeau. Who came out on top? Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Taylor Swift tickets went on pre-sale yesterday and there was such high demand that Ticketmaster crashed. Everyone's furious at Ticketmaster, so they posted this message basically just telling people to be patient. <laughs> yeah, be patient. Obviously, that didn't go over well. So then Ticketmaster posted more updates. Uh, first, there's, if you're waiting in a queue for tickets, keep waiting. Nothing will happen. <laughs> it's not going to help. <laughs> it's not, it, then there was, sure, try calling us. <laughs> Then they said, uh, your screams only make us stronger. <laughs> and finally, we're sorry for the inconvenience, but that'll be a $200 inconvenience fee. A $200 inconvenience fee. Yeah, I like the try calling us. God, I've had so many huh. businesses like that. Yeah, good luck. Try calling us. That's good stuff, Jimmy. Well said, brother. Maybe you could use Ticketmaster to get tickets for Elton John at Dodger Stadium for the final time. B-b-b-bitty. Playing 17th, 19th, and 20th. What's today? So that's tonight. Any, any moment now. So that's tonight and uh, Friday and Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. But anyway, Elton John at Dodger Stadium where he's had some historic, you know, giant concerts. And, of course, he's a very, very old man now. But um, anyway, enjoy that or don't. Uh, well, and that'll be under the uh, the watchful eye of uh, new mayor-elect Karen Bass, right? The right. Castro-loving, corrupt, super-powerful, uh, political hack of California. Fabulous. So President Xi and Prime Minister Trudeau got into it a little bit yesterday at their summit, you know, where all the world leaders other than Putin are there. And it was caught on film, and it's worth watching because the body language and video is pretty interesting. Xi's a big guy. I didn't realize that, for one thing. Of course, Trudeau's a weenie little uh, the, the like fashion model dude. He's a tad wispy, yes. Um, uh, although I, uh, my takeaway was I thought he stood his ground pretty well. Uh, a co-worker of ours thought Trudeau wussed out, although this co-worker is married to a Canadian, so speaks the language of the Canadian. I don't know. Maybe I understood it better. <laughs> speaks Canadese. <laughs> exactly. So well, let's play a little of the audio, and then I'll fill you in on what was said, because it's really hard to hear. Everything we discuss is from leaked to the paper. That's not appropriate. 